Join me right now on Kumite TV is the former Bellator light heavyweight champion, Liam McGeary. What's going on, Liam? How you doing, buddy? Good, good, man. How is life right now for you? Um, painful. Hard <laughs> <laughs> training, just I lose track of days. Everything blends into one. Um, as usual, like three weeks out from a fight, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a tough camp, very tough camp. During a training camp, is it better for you to have days bleed into the other days, you kind of get lost in the sauce, lost in the camp? I, I think so, yeah. Um, I don't tend to think about a lot of other stuff apart from the fight camp. People will ask me questions and I'm like, I've, I have no idea what you're talking about. Just, I know what I've got to do. What are you doing at the gym? I don't know. I'm just, just going to turn up at the gym. I know I've got to take my gloves, shin pads, and, and train. So this, this is all I need to know. Well, between May seven, uh, 2017 and February 2018, you had a rough patch with a couple setbacks, canceled fights. Looking back at that period, how much growth happened to you? Right. So, um, so yeah, so basically uh, the, the, that time period that I had, I had to go down to go up, right to go left, backwards to go forwards. Um, it, it was, I had a lot of stuff going on and, uh, and uh, bad choices, bad mistakes, you know, and, and, you, and you have to learn from these things. And, uh, and, uh, but they, it, it turned me into the person who I am, you know, it's turned me into the person what I've now become. Um, so you, you kind of need these things, but I happened to do my breakdown on the, on TV. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of them things, you know, it, it, life, life is life and, and shit happens. So, uh, you just have to wipe your nose and get on with it. Do you feel like you're in the second part of your career right now? The second leg? Definitely. I mean, like I, my record is what 13 and three. So I, I came over to America with one and one professional fight. And I managed to get in Bellator and, and with a three and no record, so I'm still very, very early in my career. Like you know, and most fighters don't even turn, don't come to into Bellator or UFC until they've had like 15, 16 fights. So I've, I've started, I, I grew into Bellator, and and uh, I, I was, I say, like it, I was, I wasn't mature enough to, as a as a fight. I wasn't seasoned enough to to be in the place where I was. I definitely earned my place. You know, I could definitely hang with everybody. I proved that by knocking that them all. But I, I feel as though I had to grow myself as a person as a, and as a fighter to get to where I am now. And that's where I hit the slump and, and, and all sorts went on. And, and now I'm able to I'm able to do my job and I know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm more than capable of, uh, of, of holding my own. So, yes, the, the second the second Liam McGeary point two zero or whatever it is, you know, is, is now in full effect. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm even more of a well-rounded fighter than I was. You know, I had the two the two aspects like jujitsu and striking. But now I've added wrestling to my to my uh, repertoire. And just now it's full steam ahead. Yeah, it's incredible because you accomplished so much in your so-called first leg of your career you know you had incredible performances you got the title you know it beat some big big names and now in your second leg you come back after some time and you get a big win over king mo at bellator 213 you sacrifice a lot with the young family and everything how did it feel to finally get back home with that massive win 
Well, I was. I mean, I was home. You know, it was in it was in Hawaii. It was I lived 15 minutes away from the the actual venue. So um, it it was great to see the kids, to see to see my wife. You know, it was all. It, I needed I needed that. You know, it's it's good to to it's good balance. Yeah. Now that it, I, I after pushing so hard during the camp. I needed a little balance before I before I went into the into the cage to do what I needed to do. It makes it makes things even more real, you know. Like this is this is who I'm fighting for. This is um, people were saying I wasn't uh, I wasn't hanging around at the hotel with all the other fighters. Or I didn't want to, you know. I wanted to hang out with my family. I want to hang out with my kids. This is they're the reason why I've, I've I turned into who I was, and, and now I'm doing what I'm doing. So. Um, why not let them settle me down and, and, and bring me back to reality before I go into a fight? You had some swelling on your leg after the fight. Was there some damage to the leg? No, no, just a, just a bruise. Oh, kicking! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> now, the next step of your career is a rematch with Phil Davis at Bellator 220. I believe this is the first rematch of your career. Does it feel any different leading in compared to other fights? Um, it's it no it it, it doesn't it doesn't you know I, there were there's obviously a lot of emotion there you know it's um it's, it was an emotional fight he took my belt off me um he beat me well he led down on me for five minutes and uh, and and he did what he does you know Phil Davis is a great great competitor you know it's um. He's got some good wins on his on his belt, you know, and he came over here and, and he and he won the belt, you know. But I mean, uh, it's it's payback in in a way. But I'm not even I'm not even going to let that get into my into my thoughts, you know. It's like you know what, I'm, this is a, another dude. I fought him once. He couldn't finish me in five rounds, and I get to finish him in three. So I'm I'm, I'm a completely different fighter than what I was. What was it? Two and a half years ago now. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I haven't even watched the fight. I watched the first few rounds, um, maybe last week, for the first time since it happened. So it, at the end of the day, but I just put that behind me, man. I'm a, I'm a completely different person, completely different fighter, and, and and now I get to show it. Yeah. Well, you showed in your last fight that you are a completely different fighter. You have evolved I've, so much in the past few years. I've gone up, man. You've gone up that since was, that time. That was, that was the beginning. The next, the next level, mate. It's uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've fully, I'm not, I've not fully evolved yet. I'm still getting there, but uh, it's only going to get better. But I'm on the way up, and uh, and 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 I can't wait to show everybody. Phil, he is a a great competitor, like you said. Do you feel that he has evolved throughout the years? No, Phil's been doing the same shit he's been doing for for years, you know. But here, listen, this is fighting, you know. He, he Mo started came out and threw kicks at me. When the fuck has Mo ever thrown kicks? So you've got to be prepared for, for anything and everything. But I, I know what he has to offer. I felt what he's got to offer. I had, him, I had him at his best, you know. He never had me at my best. So now he gets to see me at my best. And let's see how we do. Your preparations have been at Huntington Beach Ultimate Training Center. Who are the coaches you are working closely with during this camp? Paul Herrera and Tiki Gosen. Proper, oh, these guys have completely changed around. It's a proper fight camp, specifically set out training. I literally just like I say, man, I just need to turn up. That's why it doesn't bother me what day it is because I know I'm training for six days, twice a day. 
So literally, I just rock up there, look at the coach, and he's like, right, you ready, stud? And we're like, yeah, let's go. Small gloves today, big gloves today. We're doing this today. I was like, all right, sound, warm up. Uh, and and, and that's, that's all I need to know. I, I don't need to know any other ins and outs of anything. I, I don't really care, to be honest with you. I just... I just want to do my training and, and, and get better. Having those types of professionals handle your camp, how much of a stress reliever is that for you? Massive. Massive. I mean, like, my other coaches, my old coaches back in, in, in New York, man, I'm not taking anything away from them, you know. I won the, I won the world title with Jason Strout. You know, I was doing jiu-jitsu with John Danaher. You know, so I'm, I, I got to where I got with those guys' help. But I needed, I needed something else. I needed to go up to the next level. You know, I had that year and a half out, come back, fought Phil. In that year and a half, you could study me, you could study my game and that's exactly what he did. You know, he shut everything down. He knew what I was going to do, you know, and, and so I had to evolve my game. I had to get better. The, the, the sport evolved and I was, I was, I was, I was looking at it like I was going to stay where I was, that it was going to evolve without me, you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't let that happen. So I had to, I had to put my nose to the grindstone and, and put the work in. Southern California is becoming a hub for MMA now. Are there any other locations you are visiting during this camp? No, no, just Huntington Beach, uh, my Training Center. All right, let's talk about the light heavyweight division. Right now, it's in an interesting spot. You got the champion, Ryan Bader. He's splitting his time between two weight divisions. Where do you see yourself in the title picture? I don't know. We'll take care of that. I'll, I'll think about that after Phil. You know, like I said, man, I, I don't really care for what's going on around me. All I know is that Phil Davies is going to be sitting in front of me. And then after I fucking knock him out, then we'll see what goes on after that. All right. Another interesting thing. I know you said that you don't really pay attention to what's going on, but King Mo, you know, your previous opponent, he's going out to Japan. Bellator has a good relationship with Ryzen. He's going to fight for the light heavyweight title over there. Do you see yourself, you know, in the future going to Japan and fighting for the title or just going out there for like a one-off or something like that? Is that something that you see in your future as a dream, you know, come true or something like that? You know what? Yes, I would like to. You know, Japan has um, has enough respect for the fight, the fight game. You know, they understand the fight, the sport. And they truly, truly love the love the fight game, you know. So, yeah, of course, I'd, I'd love to get out there and, and have a and have a. And have a scrap. I know that the One FC has just been out there recently, you know. So I've I've, I've been reading all the write ups, and it's been a great night. And and Japan is is great hosts. So yeah, one hundred percent, I'd love to go out there and, uh, and and put a show on. Now during camp, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. What type of music? You know, you're from England, but you're in California now. But you live in Hawaii. You know, you get experience to a lot of different types of music. What music gets you pumped up? What music gets you into the mood of training or even just punching people in the face? You know what, man? You're the second person who asked me that, I, I don't really need music to get me pumped up to to, to go punch someone. It's like, I just do it. Just, all right, go punch this dude. Okay, sound. You know, it, it really not, like, it's not, uh, it doesn't, it used to be when I was younger, but nowadays I just, I just, mind is focused straight. I know what I've got to do, so I, so I do it. I turn it on when I got to turn it on, and I turn it off when I need to turn it off. So, but I do, I do like listen to some rock. I've, I've been listening to some Raised Fist. There's a new uh, the band that I just got put onto. That's that's pretty good. So I like the hard rock. People screaming down the microphone, but that's not going to get me in the mood to have a fight. Like, <laughs> just 
it's just nice to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing before I let you go. In the main event, you got Rory McDonald facing John Fitch. How do you see that fight playing out? Who do you think has the advantages in this fight? If it's like any other John Fitch's fight, it's going to go out like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, Rory McDonald is, is a very talented fighter, but John Fitch is a very talented wrestler. You know, he's been doing it for years. The same thing. Is this, this, is this a tournament fight? Yes, but it's for the title. It's for the title. So how did... I don't even know how... Is it the, if is he it the wins... Final? He wins the title and he moves on in the tournament. Okay, right. It it it, it is like that. That's I thought I would have had him fighting for the title, like the the winner of the the tournament fights for the title. No, it's like the uh. title can exchange hands three times. Dude, see, you know what I mean. I pay no attention to what the <laughs> hell's going. I went to see MVP and, uh, and 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 Paul Daly the other week. That was a great fight, but um. But yeah, no, th these two, it's, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to my fight, to be honest with you. I could sit back and then watch the others afterwards and, and, and enjoy what they put on. But uh, I know what I've got to do. All right, April 27th, Bellator 220, San Jose, California. I could feel the, I could feel it, man, from you. I could feel the passion. I could feel the, the, the eagerness to get in there and get your win back and uh, perform for the crowd. Thank you for your time, Liam. No worries, man. Thank you for having me on the show.